Do you not remember a story about Matt Damon killing George Clooney's pig? Oh, yeah, now now you've said that, yeah. What's that about then? Well, it's not true. Like, I remember, because oh. I, was, I was doing this, I was telling someone at work, and I was like, hey, do you remember Matt, when Matt Damon killed George Clooney's pig? And they're like, what are you talking about? And we Googled it, and it wasn't anywhere. Um, oh, is it like a Mandela, is it like the Mandela effect? Well, it must be. A thing that thinks, people think is real, but isn't real. An actor did kill his pig, but it wasn't Matt Damon, yeah. So I think it's a Mandela, I think that... Oh wow! That's why I was just hoping if I said Matt oh, Damon pig, that it. would trigger I mean, now something. You've said it, it sounds familiar, but I, it, yeah, that's. Let's see if I've add George Clooney. Maybe Chris will get it. I'll add George Clooney yeah. to the mix. I would like a report of all the incidents that have happened in the last six months. I'd like it really soon, or I might just kick your nasty ass all over this room. <laughs> That's a Marshall joke, by the yeah. way. It's a Marshall yeah, joke. Very good. Uh, this is the science fiction. So- what? I'll say it again. This is the science fiction rating system. You're saying science weird. Science affliction. Science. 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 This is a science fiction. Fiction. I can't say fiction now. <laughs> It's moved moved on to the other words. This is the science fiction rating system. Let's move on because this is really bad listening. (laughs) It's a podcast about science science fiction (laughs) films. I can't say. You can say sci-fi. Right, sci-fi. Yes, my name is Sam Dwayne, and I'm joined by Alex Humphrey. Hey there, and Chris Redding. Hello. Ill-timed. Big. I'm not hosting this very well at all. Anyway, right, we are here to talk about a film, science fiction films, and this week it's Outland, mm. Uh, mm. the Sean Connery starring film from 1981. Yep. Directed by Peter Hyams, who's already in the list for several films. Can you name those films? Yes. Go on then. Time Cop and Capricorn One. And another one. Oh. Oh no no he didn't direct the other one. He was, was the director. Of, he was the director of photography on Universal Soldier Regeneration, which is, oh. which is strange, isn't it? <laughs> strange, strange step back. That, that's that weird. Maybe yeah. he got asked like by Van Damme, like, "Oh, can you please come along and step help in?" Out? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, uh, yeah. Peter Hines. Well, Capricorn One. That was a good film, wasn't it? Mm. Well, uh, Time Cup. Not so much. Eh, good fun. Yeah, good fun. Um, Any other sci-fi's we haven't done? Of his. Uh, he of did, his, he did 2010, didn't he? The, yeah. Um, I can't remember to... that. I know I've seen it, but I can't remember it at all. Uh, I'm not sure that might be the only one. Have either of you ever seen Outland before? Yes. No. I, I had seen it before. Oh, you had? Didn't you say yeah, that you yeah, wanted yeah. to watch no, it? No, no, no. I had seen it a really long time ago. Right. Uh, okay. And it's funny because I watched it this time on VHS again. Um, did you? Well... Yeah, it felt like that. <laughs> like, uh, let's just say the uh, the the well, the version I watched was insanely bad quality. Like, oh, yeah, right, okay. VHS quality bad. Right, which oh, I, it made it quite. It was terrible at the beginning, but then mm. once you kind of got into it, I was kind of like, yeah, you know what? It's got a bit of a kind of vibe. It's got that kind of grainy vibe to it, anyway. So, yeah, yeah. It, it is that kind of a, a late eighties, early nineties rental video rental store. Yeah film isn't it i will say it's got an amazing poster uh outland it is um the, the title of starfield and then sean connery just holding a shotgun 
Yeah. I love it. They love it's shotguns in this film. Surely, they do. I mean, let's jump ahead here. Chris, surely a shotgun is one of the most impractical space weapons ever. It's a dangerous uh, one, isn't it? To use in space. Yeah. Shotguns in space. Because they scatter, don't they? So You're going to hit something on a space station, I suppose, maybe that might yeah. you know, depressurise it. But area. you can get a shotgun which can shoot shot. You know, I mean, uh. like... You know, you can use them inside barns and they won't damage the barn, but oh. they'll kill the birds. Oh, Do you know okay. What I mean? Maybe so they are. Oh, maybe I'm wrong. It's probably a good thing to have. Oh, maybe Because you could, you could fuck things up and not damage the right. space station. Oh, okay. Maybe I'm wrong right, here. Maybe they twist. thought about it. Shotgun yeah. twist. Shotgun twist. Um, so this film was described by Peter Himes as, well, basically, he wanted to make a Western. And Hollywood said, no, Westerns are out. You can't make Westerns. And then he realised, oh, I can just make a Western in space. <laughs> And really, if you know that going into this film... I think I said Western, I meant... Si- I said sci-fi. <laughs> 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 um, I mean, if you know that going in, or you don't get it going in, this film is a Western. I mean, it's basically High Noon, um, yeah, is yeah, what it is. Yeah. It's got um, the kind of police procedural, kind of Soylent Green vibe about it as it, well. It, it has. Mm. It's got a lovely vibe, I think. Yeah, um, it's got that kind of like, it's he's a, he's a cop looking for a... You know, looking for a kind of Chinatown, well, like... It, there's a bigger yeah. thing. It's a murder, but then there's a bigger thing going on. Space precinct. Space yeah, precinct. But yeah, but it's also a cop in a frontier town. You yeah. know, come to police, come to sheriff the yeah cowboys or whatever. Did whatever you know what it was on. originally called? Um, Shotgun Man. No, it was originally <laughs> going to be called IO. Um, right, but. Uh, they were convinced that people would just read that as being ten, so they changed. They decided to change the name of it because they just thought. Oh, I guess that's fair enough. Call, think it's ten. I mean, we're in an age where at the start they have to like uh, they put IO and then they put like the phonetic pronunciation, <laughs> don't they? Yeah. So it's clearly like a no one knows what planets are. Yet. I mean, if you like facts printed on a screen for you oh, to this read, is film. this is. Yeah. I mean, it's yeah. four minutes of facts at the beginning. Last week was chop week. This week is printout week, definitely. Oh, okay. And in fact, this film starts with, I'm going to say, the Lad Company have got the greatest pre-film sting of anyone in history cinema. I love the John Williams horn theme that plays over the Lad Company thing. You know the one I mean? Prince like Dot Matrix Prince, yeah, the Lad right, Company thing yeah. down the screen. That is I top might try class. And make, I might try and rip this off from my own company. Do it. Yeah, you should, yeah. Well, I, I, I wanted to put this, like, could we use the Lad Company thing? Because Lad Company gone, aren't they? Could we use the start of the podcast, have that? that we can get in trouble for that? Is that, it actually that, by John Williams? Yeah, it's John Williams. Uh, I think you would get thing. in trouble, but Probably, I don't. Probably, yeah. yeah. But who cares? No one cares. No. It's not like we're, like, doing bloody... What's his name? That cunt Rogan numbers, are we? So, <laughs> I'd like to do. Uh, yeah, it'd be good if a sci-fi science fiction rating system. Like, maybe we should do a new logo print, like like in that style. Mm. Yeah, mm. yeah, Chris, that's your job. We could do a re- we could do with a relaunch. Oh, that'd be great. Yeah, like a proper like this kind of you know those green lines. Would like, yeah. like basically like the stuff in this. Oh, yeah. that'd be yeah. brilliant. Anyway, yes. So into the film, as Alex says, lots of printer scroll telling us that it's IO and a space station. Orbiting Io, that is actually it's on Io, isn't it? It's on the moon. It's not orbiting. Yes. It. Yeah. Um, that is uh, a mining colony, basically. Yeah. 
and uh, two thousand two hundred seventy-three miles in diameter. Uh, it's two. The uh, two thousand six hundred no two million six thousand no a long way from Jupiter. <laughs> <laughs> I can't read my. This is great listening as it's, well. It's seventy <laughs> hours uh, to the space station. Right. Uh, from and, where? From Earth. Yep. Uh, no, that's um, not true because they spend a year in, in distance from space station. Seventy hours. That's what it says. It can't be Earth because because they spend a year going back to Earth, don't they? Well, the frequency of There's supply shuttles is once per week, so... Oh, I don't know. I like that they mention one of the, the crawls is like, gravity is one-sixth that of Earth. Yep. <laughs> All right. Entire Thanks. breakdown. There's an entire why is breakdown. everyone bouncing around? Yeah, they don't... Yeah. yeah. There's an entire breakdown of the personnel into what de- departments... Oh, yeah, what departments they work in, yeah. Yep. I appreciated it. it did, oh, yeah, yeah, no, Alien, yeah. Alien did a bit of this. It did. I mean, yeah. this is very much post-Alien, isn't it? Um, yeah. That kind of vibe. Some people um, posit that this is in the same universe as Alien. Based on what? Uh, that they're both lad company films. The kind of vibe of it. The fact they talk about the like the ladderverse. The ladderverse. <laughs> it's the ladderverse. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They're just just the feel of it. The look of it. Mine. Right. They don't have the same. I don't think they have the same space physics though. No, I honest. don't. No, I don't think it is. I'm not saying it. So is. it's not. It can't be the same universe. No. No. Do you know what universe it is uh, linked in though? It is linked to another film. Oh, uh, is it um, Total Recall? No. no. It's a film that we mentioned already. That uh, Time Cop. The other one. Capricorn One. Yes, because Con Amalgamate, which is the company they give uh, mm. in this, is the same name given to the company that manufactured the defective life support system in uh, Capricorn One. So this could almost be a future of the Capricorn of One Universe, yeah. Also, that company is used... I've never heard of this film. Um, the, the name of the company... It's the name of the company that Peter Boyle's character, Jack Mitchell, says that he works for in T.R. Baskin, 1971. I don't know what any of that... Mm. Was. Isn't that an ice cream? Yeah, I thought Baskin... Yeah, oh, Baskin and Robbins, yeah. I don't oh, know yeah, what, Baskin Robbins, yeah. I'll look up... Donuts, isn't it? I don't know. Is it? I'll look up T.R. Baskin, see what, it, see what it is. If it's a sci-fi, though, then that is, that's three... If it was, it'd be like three... Could do a the, weird three the, the Con-Am yeah. verse. Oh, it's a drama. Uh, well, anyway, yes, Con-Am are here. Con-Am 27 is the mining outpost, and yeah. they are mining for... Well, Titanium. Oh, thank you. You know the actual thing. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Um, and we get some nice procedures of people doing mining, and then one guy's like, guys, there's a spider on my leg. <laughs> yeah. Kind of weird just how dismissive everyone else is of, of this. Really dismissive. Like, what's he doing? And also, what's he talking about? I feel I feel a bit like there wasn't any script to this bit, and they just went, just do yeah, some chatting. I agree. Because yeah. they're really, the other guys are just like, oh, he's going on again. Oh, come on, give it a break, yeah. guy. What the hell? It's, it's also mixed really weird, isn't it? Because the, the sound effects are really loud, and the voices are all, like, really back <laughs> yeah. in the mix. Yeah. It's kind of, it's a very odd opening, because you don't know, yeah. is this a film about space spiders? <laughs> it could be, but... We don't, we don't know yet. Yeah, it could spiders be. spiders doing there? Well, there are no spiders. I think he's gone mad, hasn't he? I think he's just... Because yeah. this, later on, they, they said they're all going Why crazy. Why is he seeing spiders? He's just gone mad. He hates yeah, spiders. I think, I think the theme of the, the the mania that grips them is that there is no theme, isn't there? Because they all go mad in different ways throughout yeah, the yeah. film. Yeah, um, But yeah, this guy sees spiders, uh, jumps off, dies. His head, his head, head pops, actually, in a total oh, recall style. I love the head exploding. Do you love head exploding? Yeah. It's, but and it's a good one. Uh, they kind of stretches. 
It kind of bulges out. It is a good one. It? Yeah. And then that's, why I, that's why I wanted to link it to Total Recall. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, that is a bit Makes like sense. that. Yeah. Because they both have that physics of uh, explosive yeah. decompression. Ooh. Yeah. Interesting. Which is yeah. a myth. And mining. <laughs> and mining, yeah. Is it a myth? Your head doesn't explode. What no. happens to you then? You just float off, don't you? You just go cold. There. You'd go cold, wouldn't you? You'd go you open, so you open your suit because there's spiders in it. What happens next? What happens next? Yeah. <laughs> well, you'd you um you'd suffocate. Suffocate. You just yeah. suffocate. Okay. And float off. Yeah. Yeah. It's All the blood vessels on your skin would kind of burst because it's like a vacuum, but it only like being in a vacuum. Well, you wouldn't blow up. No, like this guy. No, he's dead. No. We cut to the interior of the space station and we meet Sean Connery, who is playing Marshal William T. O'Neill in a scene that is exactly the same as the scene at the start of Jaws where (laughs) Roy Scheid is in the house with Lorraine Gary, isn't it? Even the kid being there and the way the kid's like doing something else. I can't remember, but does he threaten to knock his teeth out if he doesn't eat his breakfast like Sean Connery does? (laughs) Not quite in the, not quite the Connery way of that. No, no, he doesn't. No, but there is the whole thing of like, you know, he's taken an assignment. They've gone to this island. They don't want to be there. They're away from home. Yeah. We've got to get back on the mainland. It's it's the same scene from Jaws, but I think it works again really well here. I think Connery's an actor who can pull it off. And also something happens very quickly that backs this scene up and I like how quickly the thing happens. Yeah, yeah. Because other films would have made that Gone thing for a long time. way yes. longer yeah. ahead. So, yeah. Before we get to that thing, what do you think about Connery's look in this film? I think he looks fucking incredible in this film. Yeah, it's great. It looks... I quite wanted that shirt. About, about three quarters away now, I was like, oh, I could like that the shirt yeah. that he wears all the time. It's a great, it's a great um, outfit. Yeah. It is. It's brilliant. Yeah. And he's like, he's the right... He's, Built well for it, but he's not too flabby and old. He's got a nice yeah. short stubble. He looks the part. It's the opposite as well. Remember when we watched Meteor and we were just yes. all like, well, I enjoyed him as a scientist, but you were correct in that he's the most unscientist scientist. Yeah. Yeah. This... They're in his sheepskin jacket. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. He yeah. looks like Del Boy. Yeah. <laughs> but this makes sense. Like, you can totally He can play this him. role. Yeah. 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 Like, because, I mean, you know, knowing about Connery as well, like, wife beating angry Scottish man. This makes, is, this you know yeah who this also suits, suits him classically makes terrible decisions in picking his films <laughs> yes and, that's the other and thing. he's made a terrible decision in in this uh, world of going to work on this rig he's got a year there hasn't he as a yeah. marshal he's a new marshal but we town. learn it's not really his fault he keeps getting moved from one toilet to the next as they say yes yeah he's it's, uh, it's more about him isn't it like I'm assuming I assume what I liked about this world. I assumed that it was like Alien in that these jobs are very risky, but you get paid an immense amount of money, so you don't have to do it for very long. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. I think it does a good job of establishing the world, that kind of stuff. Um, Like the next scene when he's introduced everyone in the canteen. I think that's another great scene. Very Alien, isn't it? But like on a bigger (laughs) scale, a lot more people there. Yeah, that's um, really funny. They just they just don't care about it being there, do they? Yeah. <laughs> Except one woman who stands up and she's like, oh, anything you need, oh, yeah. I'll be there. Don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's really funny. Um, but yeah, you, we meet uh, the bad guy. Oh, I can't remember his name now. Is it Shepard. Shep- Shepard, isn't it? Yeah, Shepard. Yeah. Who uh, I like how they don't... He's sort of out of shot for a lot of it and they don't really... You never really get a close-up on him. He's sort of like very distant and like... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
um, he's like behind it all, which he is, isn't he? But I like how they, they show that in this scene of like he's he shouts over him, goes like, you know, we don't have any trouble. Everyone yeah. works hard here, but they party hard, and if you yeah. know what I mean. And Sean Connery's like, I don't know what you fucking mean. Yeah, no, yeah. <laughs> I work yeah. these people hard, and I uh, let them play hard. And play. So hard. when it comes yeah. to time for them to let off steam, you have to allow them some room. Yeah, yeah. And again, Connery's great because he's sat there, and just from his expression, you can tell he's thinking like, "Who yeah. is this joker?" And then basically. it literally cuts to him in the corridor of the sergeant, being like, "That yeah. fucking arsehole! Yeah. He's not going <laughs> to fucking get away with this shit. What the fuck?" Like. <laughs> Like, um, yeah, it's a very weirdly real in a weird way. It's quite realistic. How people behave is quite realistic in this film, I think. Yeah, yeah. Some of it. Again, yeah. Again, I think that the benefit of them writing a western, putting it in space, is that they are that westerns mm. because it was such a, a a genre that lasted so long and evolved so much and so much happened to it. A, a what a western was was so defined that that character work was what yeah. made a western, wasn't it? It wasn't mm. about. Um, setting and stuff like that to be a good western mm. you had to have this tight sort of almost theatrical kind of thing going on like the best Sergio yeah, everyone's got like things. clear defined yeah. roles in it yeah and a lot of stuff transfers like the rowdy locals the hookers you know people are a bit rough it's like a dirty job it's everyone's just yeah. kind of packed in aren't they and like it's almost like a prison like the way they're all just jammed in together it's, it's very good at showing each scene there's just tons of extras everywhere yeah, just yeah, that is like the look of it. Yeah, yeah, it looks it great. Look great. It's like a crowded red dwarf. I thought yeah. it's a bit like Aliens, but, but before yeah. it goes to before shit, it goes wrong. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But even like dirty than that, isn't it? Like it's mm. very. There's always like like smoke and mist and stuff. And mm. you're right, Alex. It's very shot, very claustrophobic, isn't it? Like you always get bits of the 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 bulkhead in the shot, don't you? Next to yeah, several people running around. Everyone's doing like stuff. on top of each other and next yeah. to each other, and it's all very like and there's walkways and metal and like yeah, it's, just, mm. it's kind of yeah. Hor- it looks horrible, but you know. Uh, second weird going on is that a man just walks into a lift. <laughs> And goes off to a random floor and just dies. Didn't yeah. he go into space yeah. as well? I think doesn't he? He goes. He just off. takes the lift down to the surface, but doesn't put yeah. a suit on or anything. Just smiling. Yeah. So yeah. I think weird's going on. Yeah. And then, yeah, as Alex said, we smash cut then to Sean Connery walking into his house. Lights are off. Uh, everyone's gone, and his his wife is on the old blower saying, "Look, I can't hack it. We've been here at least twelve hours." <laughs> <laughs> and she's 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 fucked off with the kid yeah. with Paulie because he deserves to mm. breathe real air. What I don't get is right. Yeah, if she made that decision this fast, shouldn't could she not have done that before they got here? If I she know. was that willing to, yeah. No, I guess, but I like it. I like how quickly that moves. I agree, and also yeah. it just makes you feel quite sorry for him because he's not great. But you're like, well, fucking hell, that was that was a bit savage. <laughs> but it, you're right. It is. It, it's like Shire going on the boat. Um, Brody on the yeah. boat for the second yeah. half of Jaws. It's you get into that point in ten minutes, yeah. aren't you? Yeah. yeah. This is a, a lone man out yeah. in a world doesn't understand trying to get by yeah. now for the whole film, and it. Yeah, I think yeah. it's to its advantage. I also like how he keeps playing that message, doesn't he? You hear that message about yeah, like yeah. two or three yeah. times. It's yeah, kind of realistic again, isn't it? As well, that he keeps listening to it, and he and he is kind of. In a lot of his interactions, he's kind of a broken man. Like, there's a few times mm. when, like, the doctor goes, "Do you want to go for a drink?" He's just like, "Yeah, yeah, really, like meekly." he's quite. He's acting quite a lot in this. He's, yeah. he's giving it a lot, isn't he? Um, it's funny the next scene when they're having this, their meeting, and they're talking about how some nuclear detonators disappeared, but then turned back up again. And yeah. the blokes all like, yeah, but how how did that? And they're all just like, oh yeah, I don't know. Like they are just completely useless, aren't they? Like, and they keep saying they say the first murder, the first murder, the first one. They're like, oh, it's definitely not homicide. 
And then they say yeah. it again in this, like, oh, no, it definitely isn't. Like, it's obviously suicide or whatever. And he's just like, well, was it's... there a note? And they're like, no. Yeah, that's he meets a doctor, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he asks a doctor for that. Cause the doctor, the doctor who weirdly is kind of the other main character, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, Dr. Marion Lazarus, which I feel like having a woman playing this role... Mm. It's not something you see often, is it? I know the no. one who was in Next Generation of that one season's a bit like it, but this is before mm. that. No. It's kind of like McCoy on steroids, isn't it? Like There's a lot of um, sass, there's a lot of banter, but there's super no... Super sassy. But there's no, like, it's not... They don't end up together. That's what's good about it. No, there's no... Ten- mm. I mean, he doesn't really like it, does he? No. Um, no. And she doesn't... She, I mean, and I like how she's very open about like saying, like, you know, if I'm here, I've got to be shit, because oh, yeah, you know, this is right. the, the arse yeah. end of nowhere, basically. Yeah. So... Um, Do you know the weird but, connection with two characters in this film? No. With her. She uh she's obviously in this. The first person that dies, or one of the people that dies, is John Ratzenberger. Oh yeah, Cliff off Cheers, yeah. isn't it? But she yeah. played Cliff's mum in Cheers. Oh yeah, and it says that she it says she joined the cast in nineteen eighty two. So does that mean Cheers was on while when this came out? Because that's super weird to Must think. Have been. Like you'd see him in Cheers and then see him in this, that guy. That's Cheers going that early. Eighty two. Or eighty one even. I, maybe. I it ended in about ninety three, didn't it? And it ran for I don't know. Yeah, that shocked me. As well. It makes sense, yeah, but it is early. Yeah. Can you imagine that's a bit weird casting? Okay, we need this guy to play the first person that dies in this really gritty mining oh, it, colony. Oh I got Cliff off Cheers. Do you want him? It started September eighty two, so he would have gone uh, okay. from it, this into Cheers, uh, basically. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, that is weird, though, isn't it? Um, yeah, so he meets the doctor. She's like, um, you know, nothing weird's going on here, but 25 people died this year. 25 <laughs> people died last year. Year yeah. before that, no one died. Yeah. yeah and he's like, like that, uh, uh, Steve Coogan. The day to day sketch, yeah. 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 In 1995, <laughs> no one died. No one died. In 1994, someone no died. One died. <laughs> <laughs> That's good stuff. Um, uh, yeah, so he knows something up now. He's on to him. And um, we get more shots of... Oh, this they is the hostage so thing, much it? from Alien, don't they? Like, even yeah. the sets with, like, the screens and the... Yeah, like, it's the very Alien, set. isn't it? Yeah. It's like... Yeah. But don't you think it's got, like... As I say, it, it feels more lived in than Alien did. Yes. I think... Well, there's just more going on. This is what you'd imagine, like, Alien, like, sequel to be. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah, but you can see how. So you can see like that. You can see the line of it, can't you? So he turns up at the studio and says, "Peter Himes, like, oh, I've written, I've got this western." They're just like, "No, leave." And he's like, "Oh, it could be in space." And they're like, "Right, make it, make it like Alien then." Yeah, but a lesser yeah. director and writer would have just gone, "Oh yeah, okay," and it would have looked really lame. But he's kind of, he, it does look like Alien, but he's not just cashing in. He's building. A bit on top of that, I think. Well, you see a lot of stuff of this era where they're trying to do, like, Alien, as you say, but it, like, looks shit. Yeah. And it's like, you can clearly tell, oh, they've used, like, a sink for that. Yeah. Or they've yeah. used, like, a vacuum cleaner. Yeah. yeah. And that fucking black hole one. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> the art direction on this is, is very good, I think. Yeah. Like, the, you know, the bit, there's a bit, he sits down, I think it's in the kitchen, and there's, there's like, glass... They've got the white panel from Alien, and they've got like glass display cases with diamonds and stuff inside them. Mm. It's like a real like visual yeah. kind of difference about because yeah. the rooms have got different bits and stuff in them, and that's like a yeah. nice evolution of the Alien design, isn't it? In yeah. a way, yeah, yeah. No, it is really good. Um, yeah, there's a hostage situation. Another another man's gone mad. Mm. He's got a prostitute, Stephen Burkhoff. 
The prostitute, Scott prostitute. Yeah. Yeah. This is ridiculous, really. Yeah. But you get to see it's Sean Connery doing police procedural stuff of like, oh, trust me, the guy goes through the vent, blam, we got you. Yeah. Um, but this is this is the guy who reveals to them that there's something up in the blood. Yeah. And yeah. really, sorry, go on. I was going to say, so that's Stephen Burkoff, the freaky upload. I had yes. to study him in GCSE drama. Did you? Yeah, he has his own method of acting and stuff. But what we mainly people know him from is like Beverly Hills Cop. The Burkoff method. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He did a. It's very well. It's basically this. It's just overacting and like you know. Oh, Chris is gone. It's so he doesn't like Burkoff. He's walked He's off. He's walked off. He probably had to study him at GCSE like me. Um, it's just so weird that it, that, <laughs> that like in theatre circles, he's this he's this huge like auteur or like this kind of practitioner of a, of a, an acting style. But then and here he is, film, like yeah. it's just him. He's Jack the Hat. He's terrible. Team. Yeah, he's in this. <laughs> Yeah. He's a freaky prostitute killer. He's in. He's the baddie in Beverly Hills Cop, and he's uh, and he's Jack the Hat McVitie in uh, The Craze. Do you think that Chris has maybe got this blood problem that he's gone mad? He's just not a word to us. <laughs> he's just he just walked off. Oh God, I hope not. Did he forget he's on the podcast? I don't want to investigate his death. I feel Did bad. Did you say where he's no, going? No, he just just went like that. Just wandered off. off. Says so think about spiders. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll crack on. I hope he'll come back. Um, <laughs> it came banging around somewhere. Uh, we get the autopsy scene. I think this is my Pete Connery scene because, again, I really like his stubble. I don't Connery, right? As an old man, <laughs> yeah, kind of looked like an old shoe, didn't he? And yeah. he was so miserable in such bad films. Yeah, you can kind of see a post Bond, but still... yeah, there's a middle ground. Do you think that's why he got his Oscar for? Uh, oh, he's back. He's for back. Untouchables. It was. It was the. He had to, yeah, it's that middle period the, of, of Connery, isn't it? Not too old, That's the other end young. of it, isn't it? Yeah, I think He's you're right. right. in the middle. Yeah. He, he, he kind of like a wine. He, he, was, he was exactly the right drinking... Uh... Are you right there, Chris? <laughs> yeah, fine, I just had to nip out. We, thought you, had, we thought you had the space sickness. <laughs> no. Just got in a lift <laughs> just and gone. decompressed myself. I mean, yeah. it would make sense because Chris has been working very hard. So if he was banging that, uh, that drug so he could work hard, then, you know, you could working see... Working hard? He just told us he's been at a party for a week. He made a film. He made a film. Oh, yeah. He worked hard, then he played hard. It's exactly, oh, right, okay. Yeah. Exactly he's, like the mining yeah. colony. <laughs> um, yeah, so he knows there's a drug involved already, Connery. We're not even halfway through, and he already know, he's already solved it, basically. Uh, yeah, he totally solved it. Because the doctor's like, oh, yeah, they just keep uh, making me, like, they keep jettisoning the bodies, and they just say all that. And he's, it, Burkhoff's body sort of says contaminated on it, doesn't he? And he's just like, ah, fuck yeah. that. Sticks a syringe <laughs> in his throat, pulls out some blood. Yeah. And then he calls the doctor in the middle of the night, and he's like, right, I'll see you in the hospital. <laughs> and she's like, uh, okay. Yeah, you, you better be dying. <laughs> He wasn't dying, he's just got a job to do. He has got a job to do. And he does his job, and he starts sending off a load of messages. I th- the one problem I think this film does have, like you say, these messages, a lot of plot is conveyed through a message <laughs> being sent one way or another on a green screen very slowly, isn't it? But I'm assuming mm. these were telegrams in the original Western. Oh, uh, yeah, back to like... Mm-hmm. Back up to wherever, so he, he, San Francisco. He, yeah, he transported them a bit too literally, didn't he? Do you think he literally wrote it as a Western then and just transposed it into... Yeah. I think, yeah, it would make sense, wouldn't it? I just did, like... It just t- tipped like mining... all of the bits that said, like, <laughs> desert and put yeah. planet. <laughs> Instead um, of horse, he put, uh, I don't know, prostitute. <laughs> so, Sean Connery goes reconnaissance, sorry, surveillance, and he surveils 
a club. Yeah, the Humpy Club. The Humpy now, club. this club, we've got to have a little sidetrack here because the music for this club is brilliant. And in my opinion, <laughs> very far ahead of its time. Mm-hmm. This, uh, there's two club scenes, this one and one later on. And I think both of them are exceptional examples of electronic music. And they sound like something you'd hear in a film... From the, the 2010s. And they, they sound so realistic. And they're not Jerry Goldsmith, who's doing the rest of the soundtrack. Yeah, so I fell in a hole with this. I wanted to find out who these were. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say this now, because I'm going to put this in the show notes. I think that we are going to be the, the number one, the only comprehensive source on the internet for information about these two songs. Because <laughs> I spent a good hour and a half <laughs> getting this information together. Wow. So. Jerry Goldsmith did not record these songs. However, mm. Jerry Goldsmith did record two songs for these clubs. Oh. Uh, and they are called, both me here, sorry. They're called Rec Room 1 and Rec Room 2, and they're available on the extended version of the Outland soundtrack from 1993. They're both terrible. Okay. Are they dancey or are they classical? They're like a bit like busting over it. Like oh. They're terrible. Um, they're replaced by these two. Now, these two songs are erroneously credited on the internet on YouTube to a band called Ganymed, which is Ganymede without the E, right? right? Who are an Austrian disco band, and people think that they made these songs. Well, it isn't true. <gasps> so, the first song is by a man called Michael Bodica, who recorded under the name Gam- Ganymede, right. and that's what's credited properly in the film, right? right. But this is the weird thing. For literally decades on the internet, people thought they'd spelt Ganymede wrong. It was actually Ganymed. It wasn't. This Bodica was called Ganymede, but the only song he ever recorded was for this film. It's called Source Hash One, bracket Source 192. And that is also available on the 1993 soundtrack, right? The second one, the second song, the better song, which is sometimes referred to as the Sordid Club song, right? (laughs) That song, also credited to Ganymede, isn't made by that. That was made by a man called Hideki Matsutake, who was the... Uh, keyboard tech for the Yellow Magic Orchestra, he released music under the name Logic System. Fucking hell. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. On the album Logic System, uh, the Venus their album, there's a track called Automatic Collect, Automatic Correct, which is a different version of the second club song. And this song is called Source Hash 2, Source 193 on the soundtrack. And that, wow. there is nowhere else on the internet that's got that in one location. So there wow. we go. So I'm going to put that up in the notes. I've done, I've done actual research. Well so. done. That's proper podding. That um, is like... And yeah. I'll put a little clip in of one now because they are... Bloody brilliant songs. I really like them. Mm. Um, worth the effort. Humping while everyone just has drinks. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> I'd go. Yeah, why not? I mean, yeah. there's nothing else to do there. This would be like, well, I told you about my Star Trek cop show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Idea. Yeah. Like it's just set in like in like space dock or something. Yeah. It basically, this is a lot like this film. Mm. Yeah. 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 But it was set in the Kirk club. era. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I think again, like you say, Alex, the amount of people there kind of sell it, don't they? It's, it's a oh, very yeah. busy club. Yeah, it's very busy. Um, yeah. It's yeah, a bit yeah, of w- weird writhing. And, and also, uh, I mean, here, perfect example, he, he could have just lazily been like, oh, I wrote it was a Western. Oh, I'll just have a space, 
I'll have a space keyboard and an old space saloon. A space saloon mm. with a keyboard player instead of a piano space player. Moonshine. Yeah, and yeah, there'll be some burlesque dancing, but it'll be like space burlesque or like. Yeah. Do you know I mean, he could have gone really lazy, but yeah, this is way more realistic. It's better, and also again, like Sean Connery finds out here that basically his assistant, assistant marshal, yep. is is bent. Yep, and um, like this film has a great habit of instantly paying off oh, any yeah, sort of yeah, twist. Because yeah. literally the next scene, he's playing squash with him, and he's like, right, well, how much is he paying you? Yeah. I know you're on the take. Yeah. And I appreciate it. I, lo- I love it yeah. because there's nothing nothing better than you thinking, oh, here we go, 10 minutes of this. And it's like, oh, shit, no, like, this is it. Where's the, where are we going to go after this? Yeah. Yeah. And also, um, I mean, he didn't know it, but he... Nowadays, there are so many films where, oh, it was the corporation... And yeah. and it's very boring, and these films will pay that out an hour and a half in. Mm. So it's almost like he was like, "Oh come on, everyone's going to know it's that." So I'll just literally have it right really quickly. Like he was almost ahead of his time in knowing that that was going to become a cliche because yeah, he totally yeah. did. <laughs> yeah, mm. yeah. Um, he starts to shut club. the yeah great club. He starts to shut the ring down. He chases a drug dealer. Um, big old big old chase, big old fight. He catches him. I did like the way he decides to, to um, detain this dude. Oh, the cell's amazing, yeah. Yeah, so the cell is like, he's floating, isn't he, in zero grav yeah. and uh, being told he'll be suspended there and that no one can talk to him, <laughs> yeah. which is a good way for containment because there's literally no air, so he, yeah. people, no one can talk to him. And you would go a, nice... a bit mad because of the floating, it'd be like sensory deprivation, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it's a really good idea, I thought. It's really nice. Well, you um, die after a while because you can't keep someone in that. No. You can't. No. How, how long could you last in there, do you think? Well, you could last forever if you exercised. Right. But if you didn't exercise? Well, you know, your your muscles would just, you know, your bones would turn to mush. You know, be more than a few hours, wouldn't it, though? Oh, yeah. Yeah. It'd be like weeks. Yeah, we couldn't stay there forever. Yeah. yeah. Or months, yeah. I don't think Connery cares, does he, anyway, really? No. He's, uh, no. They're scum to him. Yeah. Um, Another great scene... About the halfway point, he's cracked the case, and so he goes to meet Shepard in his office. And what what could Shepard possibly be doing other than playing golf, which is brilliant? Mm. Virtual golf. Virtual golf. <laughs> um, but it's good because the first time they go, he's just playing into a little cup on the floor, isn't he? And the second time, they've got the actual video all yeah. there, and they yeah. like say he's like throw, you know, he's got balls going into VR thing, which I think is really good. Yeah. Um, again, his office. Like, really well set dressed. You've got the alien machines, you've got a big wide desk, a big yeah. globe, like sofas, all sorts. Like, it, again, it's they're doing more than just like copy pasting the same room over and over again, aren't they? They're putting a lot of personality onto this route world we'll look yeah. at. Um, and his point is that it's not that bad because everything's kind of running fine and everyone's happy, and you know, he's got clean hookers and boozes yeah. and watered down. Some of them There's are a- good looking, he says. Um, There's a great line, isn't there? I think Connery says it about how, like, this is how the machine works, isn't it? Oh, yeah, that's later on when he has his big, like, hero speech, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, it's later on, isn't it? Yeah, yeah the implication is this is just how it yeah. goes on. And Don't also, it's good because the the general manager's like, okay, cool, so you want more money, so what? how much more do you want? Yeah. Because you've <laughs> pretended to be a hero, so what, how much is it then? Yeah. And he's all just like, well, no, I don't want... And he's like, okay, right, so you're holding out a bit longer... So come back to me when you... I'll think about giving you more money. Like, doesn't he? He still thinks it might be like a... It yeah, might then, be like a kind of scam to get more out of him, a bigger payoff. Totally. And it's good when he goes back again because they tried to kill him, he doesn't. And yeah. and he just says to him... He says to Connery, like, 
you realise you're a dead man. Yeah. Like, well, no, he goes great. to see that he goes to see the prisoners' heads exploded yes. and the sergeant's dead in a refrigerator. <laughs> dead. dead. Yeah. And then he goes. I don't, why did he go to the meat refrigerator? It's the meat locker. I don't know that. I did, why well, the meat I could have, Anyway, the drugs are in a in a big pig, a big bit of meat. He nearly gets choked out, but luckily he's wearing his neck guard. Yes. Uh, which again, I don't know why he's wearing a neck guard. Um, <laughs> well, he's he's expecting to be grotted, isn't he? I yeah, suppose. I guess. Anyway, uh, yeah, and that's when he goes back, and yeah, and it's basically just like, oh yeah, I'm going to kill you then. So, <laughs> it's this is the high noon bit, isn't it? The setup of like, yeah. it's just so. Th- there's a ho- a gang of dudes coming. Well, the, the the shepherd gets on the phone to the, his boss. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Look, I can sort it out, but you've got to send me your best men," and. There's literally like a high noon countdown now, isn't there? Where yeah. like the, the 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 cleaners are going to turn up to fuck up Connery. Yeah. Um, and he's he's like he's resigned to the fact that no one's on his side. But yeah. I like how they show it. They repeatedly like show you know when they when they're coming in and he goes like, "So anyone going to help?" Yeah. And no one does. <laughs> and he goes in the club and everyone stops and stares at yeah. him. But the really funny thing is that the humping show is still going on. They don't stop. So there's just these, like, there's a bit where he's sitting there and everyone's looking at him and then there's just these people like, woo, like on the stage like that. And then they'll just let him go like, yeah, like, oh, he's drinking. Yeah, and you just keep seeing the countdown, don't you? Oh, he goes play squash on his own because no one will play squash with him. Yeah, but again, that's a, that's a great like scene. squash court. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, squash court's good. Yeah. And like such, you know... That's classic filmmaking, isn't it? Like quick symbolism of yeah. the squash game with the two of them. Now is the one. Yeah, he's preparing for the end. It's so. Uh, I love it. It's a lot like um, Unforgiven. You know, like the end yeah. of Unforgiven when he's waiting for Gene Hatton to come back yeah. to the town. Yeah. Um, it's that sort of like one last job sort of thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it's great. It's brilliant. So yeah, he preps for the the guys to come. He's he, got a new deputy. Yeah, he does his big speech. Yeah, basically, you're right. He says, uh, uh, "Have you got it written down? Yes, it's really good. I, I will. Should I do a Connery?" Yeah. Because <laughs> because maybe they're right. They send me here to this pile of shit because they think I belong here. I want to find out if, well, if they're right. There's a whole machine that works because everyone does what they're supposed to. And I found out I'm supposed to do something I didn't like. That's what's in the program. That's my rotten little parts in the rotten machine. I don't like it. So I'm going to find out if they're right. Went a bit weird there at the end. It's a bit Brian Cox, but when I like a bit it. Brian, yeah, it did. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, yeah. it's good. Yeah, but he basically wants to. See, it's good because he's not the basically, isn't it? He's not actually a good person. He's just seeing if he could be a good person. It's almost like he's saying that isn't he not a hero because he hasn't ever done this mm. kind of thing before because he keeps getting moved on. They say he's got a big mouth. That's all they say. I think they should explicitly say that there's a big paycheck involved. What by what? I in, think they in should... the job. Yeah, I think yeah. it should be made explicit that the reason he's there is because it pays really well. Yeah. Mm. But and but he's paying him to do a particular job, and that job doesn't involve being part of the cartel. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, because it's all just a bit hinting at Because, yeah, because Shepard says, oh, you've been moved to one toilet, from one toilet to the next because you've got a big mouth. Because he's like, oh, you're, say... not, you're not that great. Like, you, yeah. you why are you here? Because only shitty people are here kind of thing. Yeah. But he obviously is good. So that's the bit I didn't really get was so... Mm. Yeah. What, no, what is yeah. He, what is he trying to prove? Yeah. Or for what reason? Like, if the reason is because the pay is good, that makes sense, doesn't it? Especially in a world that is obviously yeah. ultra capitalist. Yeah, they, yeah, they should. But say they don't that. explicitly say it, do they? So it's no. a bit. That speech is really good, but I'm just left wondering. Yeah. You know what is your motive here, Connery? Yeah. Why haven't you just left? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Is it to prove to Paulie that you're great? Well, Other yeah. weird thing is how he's Scottish, his mum, his wife is English, and their child is like 
Californian. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. I think maybe, I don't know. Yeah. You could explain that. Yeah. Yeah. That's a bit sad when he talks to his wife and she, this kid rings him and stuff. That's a bit sad. Mm. The kid bit's terrible. That t- kid's awful. But, yeah, yeah. yeah but the wife bit's sad when he's, and she's like, there's something wrong. And he's like, yeah. no, there's not. It's and it was, she, yeah, it's, said, it's good as well when it ends. You can hear like a ticking clock, and I was a bit like, but they wouldn't have a ticking clock. Like that's a bit, surely that's a bit old fashioned for him to actually have a ticking clock. Like, yeah, <laughs> um, always have that shuttle countdown though. They, you know, they show when he's in the mm. bar. You know, they time is an element in this, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. The, it's the clock at the at the you know the church clicking around to high noon, isn't it? But on the on the main street in the town, basically the main drag. Yeah, he gets his guns ready. He heads off in a shuttle, doesn't he, to um, the other side of the of the the complex. Is that where he goes, I can't remember. This end bit, to be honest, he kind of I, moves the cameras around to get better yeah. looks at the corridors. Hides a gun mm. that then gets moved for some reason. It's a shame um, he didn't have more spacey guns. Yeah, yeah. everything's. That would have been, I think that's a missed trick. Here. The thing is, though, I, I thought, oh, I was a bit like, oh, what, oh, I'm not sure about this. But then I was a bit like, yeah, but I'd have hated it if it had been all fucking home alone and he'd set silly traps. Mm. And that would have been more annoying. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. I just think I lost a sense of space a bit towards the end as yeah. to like where he was heading and what was going on Yeah, a bit. Yeah, maybe. Um, like, I get, obviously, the bit they go to like the garden or whatever, the arboretum, I keep mentioning it. But there's a lot of like him coming in and going out of rooms. Yeah. Well, I was a bit like, oh, yeah, because there's only two. There's only two assassins, aren't they? The sniper yeah. one and the moustache one. Who are sent in? They hunt mm. in. They they shoot him, don't they? At one yeah. point, mm. and doctor the doctor patches him up. She's on his side, and yeah, he, he goes out. He's outside. Yeah, he's in space. But it is it? funny though. Whenever he's outside, he's just going. <sighs> <sighs> he's just like grunting and like it's like they said to him, "Oh, no, you wouldn't talk." But then he's just making these weird noises. He's like, he's really unfit or something. But yeah, she, she, this doctor locks the guy in the corridor and then he yeah. rips the corridor open from outside. Yeah. So he gets sucked out. Uh, does he then... I quite like the um, outside shots. They're, yeah, mm. they're not bad, are they? Look nice, aren't they? Yeah. And then the other guy he kills in the... It's good miniature work in this. That's yeah. silly, actually, because the, he drops something from outside and then the guy shoots the window out. Yeah, which you just would if you're a hired gun, you're not going to be that dumb that you're going to shoot a space station window. <laughs> I mean, true. yeah, um, yeah. But- I thought it was a shame because I, 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 you know, you've got to have this showdown, haven't mm. you? But I did. Did you like it? I didn't really like the ending. I didn't I mind it, bit- it. I liked the little twist about who the other baddie was. The, the sergeant is new sergeant. Oh, of course, the baddie. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, who's yeah, the guy? Yeah. He's from the wire. Yeah, is he? Yeah, you know the one that builds the little the builds the furniture. Oh yeah, yeah it's him. Uh, what's his name? We'll find. I'll find his name. Uh, Clark Peters. Yeah, so he's the baddie, and he he has a big yeah. fight. That fight's really lame, though. It's like a really mm. slow, and there's weird. What are the blue sparks when they touch their heads against the? I didn't understand I the science of that. Yeah, the, the that bit. You know when he goes. You know. Uh, What's his name? Clark Peters is talking to the doctor and goes, oh, you know, where, where's he gone? Where's he gone? Yeah. And then asks, like, really specifically where he's... <laughs> yeah. That's kind of a bit obvious that he's not on the up and up. That doctor's a bit thicker. He's been like, yeah. well, why are you asking me these very particular questions about the location of this yeah. dude right now? Yeah, yeah. Um, he sorts him out anyway. Yeah. And he saves the day. It's an amazing ending when he goes in the bar. 
he goes to go to like he's he's all panting, isn't he? And the shepherd's just sitting there, and he obviously goes to like read him his rights. So he's just like, oh fuck it, and he just hits oh yeah, him fuck it, hits him, punches him, yeah, like, flying <laughs> out of the table like yeah, that. Like he that. doesn't even arrest him in the end, does he? Like. No, yeah. just wax him. And then that's it, he's packing his bags. And I mean, he tells the doctor, like, you're a good doctor after all. They have a bit of a moment, don't they? Like, oh, yeah. you're all right. Yeah. You're all right. You're all right. And she's like, but then yeah, he has you're time right. to get the And shit. then you get he to says, do some more reading. You know, I like the reading, <laughs> yeah. it goes like, it's, it's something like, can't wait to sleep with you. Yeah. And there's a massive gap, isn't there? And then it goes, for a year. <laughs> or, or like, next yeah. to you for a year, something yeah. like that. Looking really forward weird. to sleeping with you for a year. Yeah. yeah. Keep the ticket on sleep with you. They had some real fun with that, didn't they? <laughs> and that ends. Yeah. And and the uh, the credits are weirdly nineties TV movie. I thought. Yeah. It's not a very eighties credit credit shot. Yeah. And it's time, it's in, time many in many ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you know this was the first movie to use intro vision front projection process, which allowed the actors and actresses or other live action elements to be sandwiched by a projected background and foreground element all at the same shot. Uh it Weird. also used Mega Sound, uh, a sound system format uh, that was created by Which Warner Brothers. died out. Yeah, it, uh, <laughs> theaters equipped for Mega Sound had additional speakers mounted on the left, right, and rear. Selected soundtrack events with lots of low frequency content, thuds, crashes, explosions, were directed to these speakers at very high volume, creating a visceral effect. So basically, just like the bass, I guess, hit on the back. <laughs> So yeah, it just it sounds awful. like that. Sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. It does sound terrible. Until they nailed 5.1, they were really flailing, weren't yeah, they? Yeah, they were. Yeah. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Uh, um, that was Outland. Yeah. What do we all think? Mm. Alex? Yeah, great. I, Chris, Chris, go Chris, on. yeah, go Chris. I really enjoyed it. I loved it. It had a great feel to it. It looked great. As I say, as you say, Connery was... This is like... A mo- like... He's so hit and miss, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. When you see him in stuff. Yeah. Especially when it comes to sci-fi and stuff, because he's just not like a sci-fi type person. No. And this is great, because obviously he's just playing like a salt-of-the-earth person, and it's got this realism to the whole world. And the world building is great. Just little things. Yep. And, yeah, this is like great. I can't believe I didn't know about this film. Yeah, no, it's good. I think further to your point about Connery, it's not even genre. I think it's very obvious with Connery whether he actually likes the script or not he's, he's doing. I think you can, if he's not yeah. interested, it's obvious, isn't Detect it? Detect contempt. Yeah. yeah, definitely. Whereas this, he clearly thought, no, this is a good yeah. thing to get my But as I say, he's legendary for picking complete, missing out on terrible things films. and yeah, picking yeah. terrible things. He doesn't know yeah. what he's doing half. He had a bad agent, maybe. Um, That's later on, isn't it? He starts missing out on yeah, stuff, isn't it? Isn't it? That's like. Yeah, Avengers, Alex, what did you think of? Oh, I loved it. I, I had seen it before and I remembered really liking it, so I wanted to re rewatch it. I think it's a really good one of those films where it jumps genres. It's a bit of a horror film. It's a bit of a mm. police film. It's got, yeah, very, very strong Western vibes. There's a sci-fi element. I think a script, I love a, I love a script that kind of runs as fast as your brain does, where you're answering, ask, before you ask a question, they're kind of answering it for you. It's almost ahead of you mm. a bit, this one. I could yeah. almost. I think I was probably a bit slower than the, the film is kind of throwing stuff at you quicker. Yeah, it doesn't. Mm. It's not patronising in any way. Not at all. No, 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 no. no. And no. I think the ending is a little bit clonky. The space, the battle at the end is a bit clonky. But that's yeah. a very mm. small part of the film, and I don't mm. think that's anyone's fault. Um, no, really. Well, I don't know. I don't know. I think you could. I think even then, you could do a better ending to this film. I think. 
But I agree. I think it's really good for all the reasons you said. Um, I I think if you imagine uh, what we watched, we saw Serenity, didn't we? Firefly, yeah. which is a space, a modern space western. Think how terrible that was. Oh yeah, yeah. And how overwrought the western like mm. parallels were. Yeah, yeah. This yeah. film makes no effort to to be a western, other than it is. You know, it is literally a Western in space, isn't it? Because yeah. it's a science fiction film that is using the narrative trappings and setting of a Western mm. transposed mm. to space. And it works so much better for that because it trusts you to just want to watch a good film. Mm. And it doesn't really matter that it borrows from High Noon because it is so different, no, the yeah, setting and things yeah. like that. Yeah. Mm. Um, and yeah, it's just, it was just so refreshing to watch it. And as I said before, and as you mentioned, Alex, Alex the, the way that it it is confident enough to to kill any sort of like any sort of narrative hook that it could drag out for 20 minutes. Mm. It kills mm. dead in seconds yeah. and goes like, no, we know you've worked this out because we worked it out. Let's worry about the next yeah. thing now yeah. rather than just mm. going on and on and everyone going, oh, what's going on? What's going on? Yeah. And, and it keeps that pace really well, doesn't it? Across the whole terrain. And it also it? doesn't, again, and the modern film would have had either the end be Connery travel to earth to take down the corporation or yeah. of sent a folder of like evidence that was published and took down, or would build itself for a sequel mm-hmm. that then was him taking mm-hmm. down. They, they just go, he's just done with it. He's just like, oh, you know what? Like, fuck it, I don't need to do this anymore. Uh, yeah, like, I think to get to get a scope like this, it would be an indie film now, wouldn't it? And obviously, you wouldn't get Connery for that. No. So the, mm-hmm. it would be a different scale of yeah, you know, acting and production sort of that. But yeah. um, no, I think it's uh, yeah, it was a really. Like you, Chris, I can't. I don't understand why it's not canon, really, and why we don't know about it more. It's yeah, odd. because it really is. I think it is, you know, alien or like uh, I don't know, like the thing. Yeah, uh, it's got that same sort of realistic realism vibe. Yeah, it? it's yeah, like yeah, very very important. I think. Ooh, yeah. what we? Yeah, where's it going to go and in the, the list? Style. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it's it's an evolution of a style, isn't it? That isn't yeah. that I yeah should be more celebrated, really. I think. Mm. But you can kind of see where how it didn't go, where it went a bit wrong for it when maybe the mainstream had already moved on to like aliens mm. and you know that wasn't out yet style. though. Yeah, I think it predates yeah. that. I think because it, if it's eighty two, eighty one, isn't it? So it's only what eighteen months after Alien came out. Mm. So it's like it's still riding that crest. I, I, I don't know what why it didn't hit. I don't know, but I'm glad we watched it anyway. Maybe Where's going to go? The list? Any aliens? Yeah, maybe actually. Yeah, maybe, maybe you're right. Yeah, yeah maybe, maybe that is it. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Because I mean that's its strength as well. Is that like it is just a a human story, isn't it? Human that happens to be in space. Story, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it was, isn't it? It's like there's nothing fantastical, really. No. I think you're right. Yeah, and literally the poster is. You know, Sean Connery in a boiler suit with a shotgun doesn't really say, like, <laughs> mm. space opera, does it? No. Which it isn't, but, yeah. This would be a great, uh, like, uh, cosplay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> would, Rando yeah. cosplay, because yeah. everyone would just think you're doing Alien. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, where's it going to go in the list? It's quite hard, isn't it? I think, I think we're talking... I'm going to say I think we're talking top 50. What do you think? I'm all right with that. I mean, Capricorn One is yeah. at thirty-eight, and I oh, think wow. it might be better than Capricorn One. Capricorn One also fell apart towards the end, didn't it? If I seem to yeah, remember, yeah, really... that had a really silly ending. The slow mo running. Where's the thing? Things quite high. That should be really high. It's Fifteen, the thing is. I mean, it's not really as good as that, is it? But it's. No. 
I think Capricorn 138, that kind of area. Um, I think it's probably better than Men in Black, which is... 34. It's not better than Alien 3, though. Okay, well, then it could be at 34. Alien 3 actually does share a lot of vibes this as well. The Doctor is a bit mm. like, because he's a disgraced Doctor, isn't in, in fact, it is almost like this is the Alien 2 that leads to Alien 3, isn't it? Like, in a way. Yeah, yeah. weirdly, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Under Alien 3, then? 34? I'm happy with that. Chris, are you... It's above yeah. Undiscovered Country. Are you right with that, Chris? It's all right. Okay. 33. Outland. Oh, no, sorry. 30... Sorry, that's wrong. 34. 34. Outland. Oh. Fantastic. Good music as well. Yeah, it was really good music. Yeah, the, the, the score's good, as well as the uh, the two club mm. scenes, which are fantastic. Oh, well, I'm glad you guys um, liked it. I was a bit worried that you just wouldn't. <laughs> Yeah, really good. Uh, a song... Oh, yeah, you've talked about this and that, that album. There's an album that I haven't heard yet. I was hoping to hear it beforehand. That is a song called High Moon's based on this, isn't it? Which uh, Yeah, it's a weird yeah, album. It might be rubbish, so we don't know. I'm glad no one's remade this as well. It feels like... Well, well there's a remake. Uh... They, oh, no, no, hang on. Wait a minute. Where's my, no, it's not, it feels like a kind of it. film someone might be like, oh, let's remake... Oh, no. Right, they, in 2009... Yeah. Uh, Michael Davis was hired to direct a remake from a script by Chad St. John. However, yeah. I think it just vanished into that. I'm all right if Chris wants to remake since. it, but no one else. I mean, I, I think... think there's any much point. Good, honest, good. Because that's yeah, that's no. why I'd be all right with you doing it. <laughs> you could use it as inspiration. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I'll well just use it as inspiration and do something else. Yeah. I think you could do you could do an Unforgiven like film. Within the Alien universe, I said this before, haven't I? Like a Ripley. Yeah. I think there's, I think there's a Ripley story to tell with a really old Ripley, like on one last yeah. mission like this, yeah. like Eastwood in Forgiven, like called out of retirement to go and deal with shit one more time. Or just working in some backward, like backwater mining colony mm. as their sheriff, maybe, maybe like this. Yeah. Yeah, and it's yeah, just trying to get have a normal life, and then one one more alien turns up. You know, yeah. it's like one last. Well, that's job. where Alien was kind of good with the original because it was like it, there was this was a universe where there was no aliens, right? Yeah, and then they came along. Yeah, and that's what it lost in the rest of them, right? Yeah, so one hundred percent. Yeah, completely. Yeah, and that's why I think Alien Three works. Let's go back to it again. Is because it does the best it can <laughs> yeah. to reintroduce the element of an alien yeah, yeah, being yeah. truly we're, alien. Because we're in a, sorry, we're in a post <laughs> Alien Three podcast. I'm it's all been okay with it. In the beginning, I hated it. I'm, we now we've rewatched it. I like it. I'm it's, all... it's the thirtieth um, anniversary of it, isn't it? Because I saw. Um, oh. Is it thirty anniversary? It's something anniversary of it. There's a big thing on the Guardian about how they're saying like, "Oh, there's been a critical reappraise of Alien 3. I thought, "Fucking damn straight there has on the SFRS. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 There you go. We uh, we led that charge, yeah, maybe. We did. We did. Anyway, <laughs> next week, it's that time of year again. We are continuing our trek through the stars. We are <laughs> on to Star Trek Ten. We've got to do it. It is Star Trek Ten Nemesis. Chris will be taking us through that gem. I will. Get to see a, a young Tom Hardy, uh, which Tom always Hardy. strange thing about this film. Doesn't mumble in this though, does he? No, he's doing a great a f- interview with him, like when he got the role, and he doesn't know anything about Star Trek. So he gets everything <laughs> wrong. It's quite good. Brilliant. Um, yes, so we're watching that next week, which will be entertaining at least. Mm-hmm. I think I think Star Trek Five might might finally not necessarily be the worst Star Trek film, but we'll see. Ooh. 
we'll see. Ooh, interesting. Definitely down there, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, right. Get in touch with the sci-fi rating. Twitter, wherever you want. Email is sciencefictionratingsystem at gmail.com. Um, Any correspondence yeah. this week? Nope. That's it, I think, isn't it, really? Um, no. we'll, we'll play out the sounds of Logic System with their song Automatic Collect, Automatic Correct. And we'll nice. see you in a week for Star Trek. Good night and goodbye, everybody. Bye. Bye. Ciao, ciao. Bye.